We're joined by an old friend right now, Matt Gurney from The Line. And uh, Matt, good morning. Good morning, sir. All right. So you've been doing some digging and I've been looking for answers in all of this. So I'm glad you did the research um, to establish exactly what was going on with our diplomatic services in Israel over the weekend, because we were hearing from people who were saying they couldn't get anybody on the phone or the embassy was closed for Thanksgiving. And then the foreign affairs minister tweeted out twice that the office was fully open and that they were handling all incoming calls. So what did you learn? Um, I, th I think probably this all started where I was in the same situation that you were in, where I was hearing uh, from people either directly or just seeing it on social media on the weekend that, you know, when this terrible attack began, uh, that there were Canadians in Israel or the region reaching out to the Israeli embassy and, and not getting anywhere. On Sunday, uh, I sent a request to Global Affairs Canada, the press room there. I didn't want to bother the embassy staff in Israel. I knew they'd be busy enough. So I sent a request to Global Affairs Canada asking for clarification on this. And after um, a, a really long delay, they sent me a statement, and I think this statement is the one that basically you've just referred to. And I saw versions of the language pop up everywhere, that the embassy was operational and that it would open on Monday. And having not been born yesterday and having people lie to me all the time, it's just part, one of the occupational hazards in our line of work, as you know. I looked at that and I thought, why are they drawing a distinction between operational and open? So on Sunday night, I replied to them and I'm like, can you guys tell me what, what that means? Like, I don't understand what distinction you're drawing. And they ignored me. And on Monday morning, I emailed them back and I said, hey, guys, look, you've told me that the embassy is operational and also that it is open. Can you please explain to me what this difference is? And I didn't get any response from that either. They, they got back to me and they said, hey, we've received your request and we'll reply. Yesterday, uh, Wednesday, there was a briefing on Parliament Hill uh, done virtually from Global Affairs Canada to parliamentarians. And I heard right after that briefing that during it, Global Affairs had told parliamentarians that on the weekend, the embassy was closed, that the staff there were in touch with the staff in Ottawa, but that everything was being run out of an emergency operations center in Ottawa. And that on Monday, they were able to bring in extra staff to kind of bulk up the capacity at that emergency operations center. But that that took until Monday. There were staffing shortages over the weekend, and it was, in fact, the long weekend. And that, John, like that made perfect intuitive sense, right? Because that explains why you and I and others were hearing about the problems on the weekend and then why Canadians in the region have said it has gotten easier to communicate with the government since Monday. The, the problem is, though, of course, this is exactly what I had been asking them on Monday. And, it, you know, I obtained an audio recording of the meeting yesterday. And then, in fact, I obtained several audio rec recordings of the meeting. I asked people, hey, can you confirm what was said? You'd be amazed how many people were just sending me their illicit audio recordings of it. But ultimately, this is such a strange story, John, because the truth wasn't bad. You know, like, look, there was an emergency. The embassy staff was not able to get into the office, but there was an emergency operations center in Ottawa handling it. Extra staff were brought in as soon as possible, and the embassy opened a day earlier than planned. Like, this is an example of the government actually having a perfectly viable 
story that they can give us and they can tell the truth while they're doing it but instead they try to put on this weird little comms exercise i i don't know why they do this it's almost like an ingrained reflex at this point they spin even when they don't have to yeah, and I, I can certainly understand the hair splitting because to say that they're operational meant that they could respond to people, although they were inundated with thousands of calls where they might get three. Um, you know, it's not out of the ordinary to set up a crisis desk in Ottawa and reroute calls because there aren't enough staff in Israel to handle them. And the one last point I would make, and I'm curious about your thoughts on this, um, apparently a lot of the staffers, if not all, were working from home, which is probably a good idea. I don't know if you want to concentrate your staff in a hot target, and I don't know that a lot of Canadians needed to go to the brick-and-mortar embassy to get what they needed. And I, I think, again, like this is, I, I think what you've said is accurate. I think a lot of them, especially because it was going to be a long weekend, they might have not in, been in Tel Aviv anyway, right? They might have dispersed. They might have been out of town. They might have been at one of the, the beach cities. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know because they won't answer my questions. But no, I mean, I think what you're saying is, is perfectly apt and accurate here. But again, these are the things that you can just say. You can just say, look, the embassy is closed right now. Uh, the staff is working remotely and they're in touch for support with colleagues in Ottawa. I, I, I think if they had told me that on Sunday or on Monday, I would just have shrugged and I would have gone, well, yeah. it makes sense. It's an emergency, right? I wouldn't have kept digging here. It's not the biggest deal in the world, John. There is a war on and people are dying and hostages have been taken. I get that. But every crisis is an opportunity to ask ourselves, is our government performing well? I think they dropped the ball on this one. Yeah. Wasn't it they used to say about the Palestinians, we could say this about our federal government. They never miss an opportunity to miss an opportunity. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Good to have you. Thanks. Matt Gurney writes for The Line, which is an online magazine. So you can check out, I mean, you heard what he had to say there, but you can check out what he's written online.